Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. I'm in a train station today and I want to describe for you what I'm seeing. So first of all, there's crowds of people standing on the concourse and they are waiting for their departure. Everyone's staring ahead at the large luminous boards which are ahead of them. This train station has a glass roof so I can see the clouds above me and it is indeed threatening to rain. There's also lots of people having their picture taken here before they leave with family and friends. Uh, there's an Indian family I can see and as we all know, Indians love photographs so they're all having the photographs taken. And there's also uh, what looks like some lovers who don't seem to want to say goodbye to each other. They're holding hands and kissing. Um, there's large luminous boards ahead of me. That are these boards are looming over the whole station, uh, showing all different destinations, and they're flashing as they change. And that's a far cry from the past when these boards used to be made of wood and you could hear them flapping as they changed. Behind me, you might be able to hear the announcements. There's a lady who's giving live announcements as well uh, all about the next train that's departing. Unlike the past, uh, these railway stations now across the UK they have little art installations and in the middle of this concourse they have some modern art that you can walk through. On top of that there's also mobility points because people here now in the UK are getting older so there's lots of things for older people where they can rest where they can sit down and just like any other British establishment of course in this railway station there's at least one, two pubs, actually, and many, many coffee shops as well. There's also cash machines where you can, you can um, take your money from the bank if you prefer to use cash. But everything these days tends to be cashless, you know. Uh, on top of that, what else can I tell you? Well, there's many groceries around. I always laugh at that because even though there's many groceries inside this railway station, there isn't even one in the center of my hometown. Perhaps what's really distinctive about this railway station in particular is the clock. It has a really large clock which hangs from the ceiling and it's in the shape of a cube. So it's rather traditional. And as far as I can recall, it was made especially for this railway station. They have little mobility trucks to take people around who are disabled. And some of these mobility trucks have special names and also are covered in the rainbow flag, which is showing the railway and the government support for the LGBTQ movements. There's fresh flowers, there's the Scottish flag, as well as the old railway flag. 
there's many people with trolleys and cases walking around. Everyone seems to know exactly where they're going. In the old days, this railway station uh, wasn't perhaps the cleanest. And it wasn't the kind of place you would hang around in because it was smoky, it had diesel. Uh, in those days, you could smoke in the railway station as well. So to use yesterday's uh, idiom, today is a far cry from the way it was in the past. There's many people coming and going, all dressed in dark clothing, reflecting the dark weather outside. And there's also some building work taking place. Some of the shops are closed for renovation. And uh, there's a couple of ladies pushing a little baby in a buggy there. So it's Saturday. Obviously, children are going to special events. What's really striking is the sense of the color gray here. Everyone has dark clothes. The concourse is colored gray. The roof is gray. And the notice boards are black with silver writing. Some people might think that's attractive and definitely easier to read, but it's a little bit like if your computer screen goes black and comes up with that Microsoft DOS prompt. It's kind of scary when that happens, isn't it? So looking at these boards, they don't look attractive. They don't look like they want me to look at them but they give me the information that I need. Another thing which is just next to me here is the access to the Hotel Champagne Bar. And supposedly the city is very poor, so I don't know who would be using that. These days of automation means that people are buying their tickets online, so people are able to pass through the station rather quickly but of course, there are ticket machines and people on the hand to help as well. Another thing I can tell you is compared to the past, uh, this station now has many barriers. And what I mean by that is you have to scan your ticket, the gate opens and they let you through. Because in the past, it wasn't quite like that. In fact, in the past, I'm not sure if it's because they trusted us or if it's because they had more people checking tickets on the trains, but you could just go and get on your train even without a ticket and buy one from the driver. But everything works now in such a way that you're supposed to get your ticket before you board and you can get into serious trouble if they find you without a ticket because they want to know how you managed to get through the barriers. Lots of coffee shops here. I can see at least four, as well as the two pubs which exist in this station. I can also see some lovely architecture. This uh, station is always in a state of renovation, but there's little clues of its past. You can take a guided tour to go underneath it to visit the village, which was once here before this station was built. Outside, you're on a busy main road, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six exits to the station. 
Um, and as I was saying, in the past, this station wasn't really a place you would want to hang around. It used to be very smoky. And in the days when you could smoke in railway stations and on trains, it really wasn't the cleanest either. Almost certainly in looking up, in looking at this beautiful grey roof, I can see that it really is a work of art. Not only is it letting in light, but it, it has these large iron beams holding it up. Which reminds me, of course, that this country, before Margaret Thatcher came, was very famous for its ironworks. Another very imposing thing as you walk into the railway station is the war memorial. And that's remembering people who worked on the railway in both of the great wars, the First World War and the Second World War. Although everyone's wearing very dark clothing, a number of workers have appeared. These are obviously men who work on the railway, so they're wearing bright fluorescent jackets. And those bright fluorescent jackets are really a testament, you could say, to the diversity of people in the station. Because while everyone else is dressed in a very... Uh, conservative way, very dark clothing. These men are walking through with these bright orange jackets, so you can't miss them. It's very easy to spot them. It's one of the first things you would see. There's men with dogs in the station, and I don't think you're allowed to have animals in here unless they are traveling. Um, but some people, of course, are just out walking the dogs or are sheltering from the rain. And uh, I can see, oh, <laughs> one dog is pooping. And immediately the railway workers are approaching the man and his dog. Not only for this, because the man is smoking and he's not allowed to do that. So he's quickly being removed because it's a fire hazard to smoke anywhere in this station and as for the dog well if he poops here uh, that also could create an accident someone could slip and fall so he's been removed there's a woman giving tannoy announcements every few minutes reminding people of cancellations railway works and because of the acoustics inside the railway station, it's very hard to hear what she's saying. But every few minutes, her voice comes back. It's clearly a recording they're using. Amidst this very gritty scene of a grey concourse and grey iron beams holding up a very grey roof, there's also a sense of modernity. Many of these shops have very beautiful wooden shop fronts which are dark brown with gold writing. And nestled amongst those, there's also older arches which clearly belong to the older period of the railway. And these have or are made of really white brick 
and I think one of them I'm looking at is quite Victorian. It even has a little balcony, which presumably was leading into an old office way back. What else can I tell you? Well, I've mentioned already about these notice boards and the fact that uh, they don't look very attractive. What does look attractive is this champagne bar, which I'm standing uh, next to. It says hotel entrance, access to champagne bar, and it has lots of flags around it. Um, In looking inside the window, it looks to be a very modern art uh, decor, which is very different from perhaps uh, the outside of the station. So presumably there are special guests, maybe actors or show business people who arrive here on the train and need to be taken away immediately. But one thing is for sure, the champagne bar certainly isn't for the locals. The other bar, which is across the concourse, looks rather more gritty and perhaps suitable for Skype English teachers or people uh, who are passing through. I'm standing next to one of the exits. There's a round arch, which clearly is 19th century. And the sign is saying that the airport bus is this particular way. And also uh, showing me exactly what other streets are around. Some people here are with bikes, reminding me to tell you that you can take your bike on the train. There's certain carriages, uh, but people don't always obey the rules and sometimes take their bikes anywhere on the train and then they eventually have to move them when the guard finds out. Well, there's a train just came in, I think. There's 15 platforms in this train station. But uh, there's many people heading for the exits, which suggests to me a train's just came in. Everyone's dressed for the winter because it's very cold. But there are a few people here who are wearing the Scottish traditional dress. And the Scottish traditional dress is one which is the kilt and the shirt. Oh, there's another two, three people with dogs. And these dogs are muzzled, and I think they're just coming off a train somewhere. Muzzled means that they have their faces covered, so they can't bite anyone. Some of the older people prefer to wait at the mobility points so that one of these little trucks can take them where they want to go. Uh, I can see, though, most of the people in here are actually middle-aged, which, again, is a reflection of uh, the kind of people who are living around here. There's very few younger people passing through the station, I think. And that's it. So I hope you've enjoyed this. And let's talk again soon. See you all. Bye.